When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to LEGO Masters Deconstructed. Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. We've just finished the sixth episode of Lego Masters, and unfortunately, we've had another elimination. Zoe, it was a bit sad. I was really sad because this was a team that we had pretty high hopes for at the start. So I was a bit shocked that they actually went, but... It was a hard challenge. It it was a hard challenge. It was a little bit different to things I've done previously, but I did think interestingly with this team, who so far remains nameless, in the past they've really shown off technical skills at maybe the expense of aesthetics, and in this episode they kind of went full aesthetics and maybe not as technical, and that might have lost them the episode potentially. Yeah, exactly, which is yeah, kind of weird because I'll say what the challenge is. It was the 3D art challenge they had to build basically inside a big frame that was like lined with studs and it was basically like a huge focus on aesthetics um and they i i don't know they focused so much on aesthetics but i don't know they they didn't really get to the 3d element of it which was obviously the whole thing (laughs) yeah they definitely took the words 3d art and sort of read them as 3d art (laughs) as opposed to 3d art (laughs) Interestingly, with this challenge, it was interpreted a lot of different ways. So I liked that. We got heaps of different builds. Should we jump right into it? Let's do it. Let's talk about Jackson and Alex. So they built a Venus flytrap kind of coming out of the frame. And then they had like cool vines and flies everywhere around it. Yeah, Jackson and Alex, Loose Boys from Perth. I think they might be the first team to ever use lego that hamish built as well yeah. to have a third member of the team which is a big scandal such a scandal but i mean hamish should say he looked it up and he was allowed to contribute i don't know if that is true in the slightest but i liked that they fit in his little fly somewhere and it seemed like they kind of used it to enhance the build because later on in the episode they're talking about how they use the small fly for some force perspective and so he maybe helped them out more than he realized yeah and force perspective was a really popular term this episode there was a lot of talk about it and I think Jackson and Alex kind of nailed it with the way that they built things at the front of the frame a lot bigger and then things at the back of the frame a lot smaller that was really smart from them Um, and we also got to see a bit more like banter from them during this build so I'm just generally loving watching them as people. (laughs) Absolutely. I've always said that I like them a lot and that still remains true. Um, Let's talk Jen and Jodie. So they initially were going to build a tiger in the jungle and then they changed to like a pirate ship that was being attacked and dragged underwater by an octopus. I love the pirate ship build so much more than the tiger build and I think they did as well. They really seemed to be a lot happier when they started working on the pirate ship instead. Mm -hmm. I think the ship looked cool. And I liked the build overall. Uh, they did have a couple of mishaps, unfortunately, where some sails and everything got broken. So it, it felt like they didn't finish it as much as they wanted to. When Jen broke the sails, that was actually a very funny moment, as sad as it was, because Jen was like on the ground, like, oh, I broke the sails. And Jodie looks over and she was just like, 
that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't you care? <laughs> oh, well. Um, we've also said in some previous episodes that we didn't get to see much from these guys. And I feel like we saw a lot more of them in this episode. They're actually very funny people. So I'm really enjoying watching them as well. I did love that they had this whole, we build better when we're having fun mantra. That was a very wholesome, very like at the core of what Lego is, which is lovely. I did find with their build that it was kind of hard to tell what it was at first. Um, and Brickman kind of touched on that saying the island doesn't really need to be there. It kind of pulls away from what we're looking at. Um, I feel like when they showed it like kind of side on, I could tell a lot better what was happening. But when they showed it front on, I was struggling a bit. So I don't know if maybe the ship was on a bit more of an angle. It might have looked kind of cooler. Yeah, gotcha. Because the ship was coming like straight out of the artwork towards you. So if you're looking at it from the front, it would just be like the front of a ship. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. In saying that though, this was a really hard build. Like they're used to just building kind of from the bottom up. But this time they sort of have to build from like the back to the front. Yeah. And a lot of them had it sort of tipped over so that they were building from the bottom up, but then they have to obviously pull the frame up and then look at it that way. And there's a lot of weight issues. So <laughs> yeah. I feel like I can't be picky with them. <laughs> no, I thought, I think you're totally right. Let's talk Andrew and Damien. They did like the 60s 3D movie poster. I thought this was really funny and creative from them. Yeah, it was maybe my favorite idea out of all the builds today because it was so different to everyone else's, which was interesting because Brickman didn't Mm. seem to love it. Yeah, I thought he would because when they initially said what they were doing, I felt like they were really utilizing and building to the brief, which Brickman seems to like. Like in last episode when um, Tim and Danny built the popcorn and he was saying you're building to like what you've got. But then he was sort of like, you forgot the art element. And I guess it wasn't like traditional style. Like it wasn't a painting, but I don't know. I still really liked it. I don't know if I fully agree with what he was saying there. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page as you. And I also think like a poster, that that can be art. Like just because it wasn't a sculpture or something doesn't mean it's not art. Like I think it was more literally art than a lot of the other ones were. Yeah, exactly. Let's go on to Trent and Josh. So they had like the bull rider. Um, with the ball kind of leaping out of the frame, similar to Jackson Alex's style. Um, I thought this was really simple but really cool and really well executed. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it was a very difficult build and they definitely focused on, I think, scale and individual characters over building a scene like some of the other teams did. They sort of mm-hmm. just focus on these big characters, but it definitely looked like pulling it off was a, quite a challenge and so to see it all finished was really cool. Yeah, definitely. There was one point where they uh, compared building Lego to heart surgery, which (laughs) I don't know about. (laughs) (laughs) But something else I noticed with this was that Brickman was being super sassy to them. And we say every week, Brickman's so sassy, so funny. But it seems to be a theme where he's super sassy to Trent and Josh. Does does Brickman pick on them a bit? Interesting. Yeah, maybe he does. He was definitely really sassy about if they had their scale right or wrong and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's just one of those cases where he knows they can do better or yeah. knows they can do their best and wants to make sure they achieve that. I think that's probably what it is. Brickman gives me like school teacher vibes. Like when you're, you're in high school and the teacher's kind of like, I know that you can do better than that and it makes you feel bad (laughs) a little bit, but you know they're helping. Yeah, yeah, you're like, sorry, sir, I'll try again. Yeah. Anyway, they obviously went on to win, which I think they deserved. I also think it could have gone to Jackson and Alex, who were also top two, so that was very 
could have gone either way for me. I think my top two would have been Jackson and Alex and Andrew and Damien, mm-hmm. just because Trent and Josh definitely focus on the 3D at the expense of the art, I think. Mm. And I feel like Jackson and Alex and Andrew and Damien maybe had a better balance of that. But again, all of the builds, like none of the builds are bad. They were all really, really <laughs> cool. So it's hard to pick one build to be the best. Yeah. And lastly, Jay and Stani, they did the New York love scene. Um, which initially I was like, this is super different from them um, and I'm really excited, but they kind of had a lot of issues trying to pull it off. Yeah, they sort of centred it around this really cool idea of simulating the light from a street light where the Lego itself would get darker as it got further away from the middle and so it would feel like there was a street light lighting up the Lego and that looked really, really cool. It looked like maybe one of the coolest things we've seen this season, but Overall, they built their scene very flat. It was kind of like a small two-dimensional diorama almost, and Brickman wasn't loving that. Yeah, and I think they kind of struggled at the start because they're used to building like big technical things, not so much the aesthetic, small detail, story type things. Um, But I thought it was really nice. It was just that, yeah, it wasn't 3D enough. It would have been cool maybe if there was like, a scarf like blowing in the wind out of like coming out of the frame or something like that. Or maybe there's like more buildings that you're looking through and you're looking past these buildings to the scene happening and all the buildings and everything around are dark and like just the light sliding out that one area. But that also ta- sounds like it would take 10 times as long. So I did think it was a really cool build, but if Brickman said that the reason he didn't like it was because it wasn't 3D enough, I guess that's not incorrect. Like it was a bit less 3D than some of the others. Yeah, exactly. And um, obviously. They were eliminated, which was really hard because they were a pretty early pick for us. Like, we've been really impressed with them the whole way through. Yeah, for sure. We were definitely fans of them. And as I said at the beginning, it was interesting that they were eliminated almost for a lack of technical skills where in the past technical skills had been firing away their main asset. But they took it well Mm -hmm. and they did some great things across the course of the season anyway. Yeah, exactly. I also wanted to point out, did you notice that Brickman was wearing a cast for some of the episodes? Yeah, I did, but it was like hidden. Yeah, they kept <laughs> looking at him from different angles and he was hiding it behind his back a lot of the time, but one of his arms was in a cast and I hope he's okay. What's the bet that he was like trying to build a really big Lego model and it like toppled over or something and he tried to grab it and he's like hurt one of his fingers or something? Oh, it's 100% without a doubt a Lego related injury. It has to be. <laughs> I'm going to go on Sportsbet and see if there's any money on what colour the Lego block was. You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. So we've seen the preview for the next episode, which unfortunately looks like it's going to be another elimination. But it also looks like a bit of a crazy episode. The challenge seems to be that they are building above and below the table and there's some sort of crazy twist. That's what we've been given. So they showed the competitors walking in and like feeling the studs underneath the table, which first of all, sounds super difficult. How do you build upside down without it just falling off? Yeah. But also, and it is reality TV, so who knows if it's actually going to be a big twist, but everyone seemed to be going, what's going on? This is so unexpected. So some crazy stuff might go down tomorrow. Hope so. 
Thanks so much for listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Make sure you subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts because we'll be doing an episode for every episode of the TV show as well as some sneaky bonus exclusive interview episodes. We've already got our interviews with Annie and Summer and Iona up and some more coming this week, hopefully. If you want to tell us your thoughts or disagree with anything that we say, feel free to get in contact with us on Instagram. My handle is at Peck underscore. And mine's Parente Swagging. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.